Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is October 21st, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motivitality on whatever podcast application you use, or by going to um, motivitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years worth of archives. And start to call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that um, happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or anything we can help you with? Any questions or anything at all that we can answer for you? Do I have anything? Nobody learned anything this last week? I did, actually, and it's something I've been really learning lately. I, I got to say that, you know, we have for years and years and years really talked about the importance, and I, and I did this when I was in sales. I rode with salespeople and, or I rode with service techs and stuff like that, but I, I got to tell you, writing, the more time I spend with installers or technical people, the people who know what they are talking about, the more classes I take, even taking, you know, having been a lot on the sales side of it, but really starting to expose myself more to the technical side of things and the way things work. Um, I really, it's incredible to me that I've gone as long as I have in the industry without realizing or knowing some of this stuff, you know, and, and maybe it's just because mostly the sales that I did when I was actually doing sales was kind of in the, in the bubble. But, you know, I always respected and admired what the service and install techs did. I mean, I know it's hard work, but I always sort of trusted them to, to do their job. I would, there were a lot of times that, you know, something would happen. Well, let me get the installer out there, which is really the way it should be. The installers are the experts. But when we, find something that we have to get the installer or the service tech involved with, I think it's a good idea to go with them and learn what they did. Okay, what did you do to fix that? Thank you for fixing that. You're amazing. You, you did a great job. What did you do to fix it? You know, and I learned some things even just yesterday um, about commercial equipment that I, I wasn't aware of. I mean, one of the things, for example, was I know that in many, many filters, um, there's, you know, there's an upper basket on top of the distributor tube. Now, some of you on that call may not know what an upper basket is, but basically it's a, it's a, a basket, like a plastic basket that sits on top of the distributor tube inside the water softener or inside the filter that when the system backwashes and the media lifts, lifts the bed, it um, it doesn't it won't allow media to go into the home. It prevents media. It's basically a filter, a screen, for it to keep the media from going out. On commercial systems, or really systems three cubic foot and larger, in many cases, you don't have a standard uh, upper basket on there. You have something called a diffuser that is um is is basically like a saucer looking it's still a basket it's still a screen but it's much much bigger much wider has much more area on it um and um and not having putting a, an upper basket on instead of a diffuser can make a huge difference on the the backwashing capability and the function of that unit 
Also, something that I just recently in the last couple of weeks learned is that, number one, on longer runs, I, I never knew that this had, had an impact, it, 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 which is surprising to me. It's one of those things that I think I would have known, but on longer runs, usually 15 feet or longer of drain, you know, the drain line should be increased in size. Um, and that's not very far. 15 foot is, is not very far. You've got, you know, when you are, especially when you're running a drain line up a wall, across the ceiling, and then back down a wall, um, 15, you know, 10 to 20 feet is not going to take that long to, to gain. So, so a one size fits all drain line is not necessarily the best way to go either. You got to take into account that you may, um, you know, even if it's draining fine, it may not be backwashing properly um, because you don't have enough uh, a, a, the right size drain line. Um, anyway, my my point with that is really take the time to get to know what your service and install techs are doing. I'm not saying I'm not saying do it. Okay, I don't think those of you that are in sales should be out there necessarily doing service unless that's what your your job is, is both service and sales. Some people do that. Um, but um, learn what they're doing. I think it's going it, to, it's all part of that well-rounded professional, you know, knowing more about what, uh, how to troubleshoot things, you know, how to recognize um, how to troubleshoot them. If you guys have never seen a piece of equipment built, you know, we hear about custom, uh, companies that do that. I, we build our own. We put them together. We build our own. If you've never seen one built, I encourage you to look into that. Take a look. At, at what all goes in, into putting this thing together from the bottom up. You know, how much media goes in it, what do they do, how do they fill it, um, all of that stuff. It's it, it's really, uh, it's a good start to understand how these things get put together. You know, what what happens if you don't put gravel, the underbedding down underneath the media? You know, what happens with that? What happens... Um, you know, if if a, a step is left out of building that, but I, I just really encourage you to to learn, to know, to to gain a new respect for your installers and your service technicians and what they know how to troubleshoot and what they, you know, they know what they're doing as much as you know what you're doing in sales. I mean, it's it's really important. Um, thoughts, comments on that? Okay. Hey, buddy. Oh, me. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so some of you know that like, I discussed how my water softener had stopped working a few months back. I finally got a water softener. Finally have soft water oh, yeah. again. Um, but I'll tell you what, I helped do the install. And first thing that I had, and I tried to do as much as I physically could, um, but first thing I had to do was our brine tank. Of course, we had just put filled up the brine tank with salt. And there was water that was almost all the way up to the top. And so I had to take that because where the brine tank was at was behind the hot water tank and the furnace. Like, I couldn't just pull the brine tank out. I had to make it so I could lift it up and pull it out. And so I had to empty it. And I will tell you what, it, that was hard. And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, these poor installers, when they have to empty a brine tank to take it out, to put in the, you know, I, I had a whole new respect. Everything that I did yeah. with that installation, 
was just, and then um, we ran up to our local um, Ace Hardware, and they didn't have the right shark bite fit. And so, I, honestly, I, I, I won't even, I won't even post a picture of the installation. <laughs> for right now, we just wanted to get in. This is like nine o'clock at night, and we're just like, you know, we are in a. It works. It's functional. We'll go back. We'll fix it so it looks pretty. It's sitting in a utility closet. Not that it, but still, um, drives both of us nuts. Uh, but we couldn't. We didn't have the right parts. You know, again, then you're you're looking at the installer going, okay, if they don't happen to have the right part on the truck because either part shortages or it wasn't mentioned on the plumbing assessment, then, you know, here's the installer having to make do. Um, so, yeah, I, I gain new respect for installers also. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, exactly. If you've not actually done the install, I mean, going and seeing it, but these guys do that every day. I mean, every time, you know, the, somebody says, well, you guys take out the salt tank and that you look at that thing and it's full of salt. Remember that the, the, your service techs do not enjoy pulling that salt out of that brine tank. <laughs> you gotta, but, but not only, not only understanding what, you know, what they do, what you promise the customer they will do or what you suggest to the customer they will do um these guys go out there and do it for you and it's just really important um i mean that that's important to be aware of that you know what you're asking them to do it's not just as simple as it is saying it um but it's also uh you know some of the technical stuff is really valuable to know as well okay um anybody else have anything so um wanted to have a topic today, and Jen and I were talking before the call. Um, one of the things to remember when we when we kind of jump into this topic is that we we try not to talk product or specific company on the call. Okay, so so I want to open up a discussion and talk about some of the products and one in particular, one type of product in particular that that I'm seeing more and more in the field and apparently others are as well um, because on the Facebook group, uh, Water Treatment Pros, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people post pictures of the system having been removed. Um, I know the particular system that Jen posted about, um, one, of, one, of our, one of my clients has removed a couple of them um, and I know actually while working with that client just this last week, ran into a plumber that um, was selling the system. So, um, and uh, it was, it was kind of interesting. Um, the, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. The, the sales method, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, the, I, uh, we went, um, so anyway, this, this system is, is out there. It's a lot, it's becoming a lot more, um, prevalent. There's a, a huge marketing campaign. You go to the website, it's a beautiful website in a world of people buying things online. Um, this is certainly becoming, these types of products are certainly becoming, um, more common. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how we, um, might deal with with these 
types of products and to point out a couple things um, with them. So let me read some of the specs on one product. And like I said, I'm not going to go into, we're, we're not going to talk of the name brand. Um, it's going to be fairly generic, okay, um, because I, I, I uh, there are multiple products that will have these same or similar claims, okay, so um, like I said, I, I don't want to get into a situation where we are um, specifically talking about one manufacturer, one product, okay, but there, here's some of the claims on this product. Um, clean taste and you know what I'd like to do to kind of start off even before we start talking about this product where it's at and um, and where we would get it let's as I read each one of these bullet points let's talk about them and compare them with think about it internally is is it is that a claim that you and I would make on the products that we are selling right so let's start with the first one okay um, uh, well, let's look at this first. Capacity, 1 million gallons. A capacity of 1 million gallons. Uh, for this, this is a whole house filter, okay? A 1 million gallon filter. Tell me, somebody tell me what that means to them. Tell me, break that down. Tell me what that means to you. When you, when you hear 1 million gallons, tell me, do, do we make, Let's say we have a whole house filter. Do we make a claim of one million gallons? No. Who said no? Okay. No. Or, or, you know, when, okay. when they say one million gallons, you know that you got to change a pre-filter like three or four or five times a year. So okay, so that's that's actually really good. On many of these units, there are that's a really great point. Okay, so there is a pre-filter there that has to be changed two or three times a year. Um, some of them I've seen, depending on the water, could be every two months. So that's really good. But but I I, I want to let me let me ask you this: um, if you have a backwashing carbon filter, for example, okay, on chlorine, how often do you change the media on that? Generally, how often would you need to rebed that system? Most companies will tell you five to seven years, right? So let's say we have five people in a house. What's the average water? How much water does the average um, customer, according to the Water Quality Association, use? It's a, 70 75 gallons a day. Per person per day. Yeah. 75 gallons per day, right? All right. So most of us out there selling a whole house, you know, carbon filter is going to recommend rebedding that system every five to seven years. And that, and we're going to educate, and that's a backwashing filter, mind you. That's a system that actually backwashes itself. That's a backwashing filter, okay, one that rinses itself out. Now, depending on the water, and most of our companies are going to, we're going to have varying amounts there. And that's something that's important when you're talking, when you are comparing to these other units, okay? You've got, um, but let's let's break that down, okay? 75 gallons water a day times five is um, 375 gallons, right? Let's take that, 375, multiply that by 365 days in a year, okay? 
is 136, 137,000 gallons basically a year that would be um, used. Okay, let's take 137,000 gallons and divide that by 1 million. Okay, 137,000. We've got seven years on that. Okay, that's with five people in the house and that's with the backwashing system. So I'll ask again, do we make the same claim as 1 million gallons? If we're recommending that people that we change the media in a backwashing carbon tank every five to seven years, okay, um, do we, isn't, isn't that the same? It's just a different way of saying the same thing that when it comes time to changing filter. Now, it's pretty easy to talk about, you know, ours, you're more likely to get that higher level with a system that backwashes than you are a system that is just filtered. And also with many of our systems, we don't have the pre and post filter that we have to change. So good, that's a that's a good point on that, right? So so we are kind of making the same claim. Um, let's look at something else, okay? The next bullet point, okay? Clean, great tasting water from every tap in your home. Depending on the type of filter, if we put in a, a um, well, and let me continue on that same bullet point. Removes 97% of the chlorine, reduces harmful contaminants like lead, mercury, herbicides, pesticides, VOCs, and more. If we have a catalytic carbon filter in there, are we making a similar claim? I mean, there's there's the word that that I the one word that bothers me a little bit on there is is the word clean because you know that that's one that's iffy because clean is subjective also great tasting is subjective right um but what can you put in a whole house system a carbon filter could we do one like that that has carbon and maybe kdf and and some other things that would reduce things like like chlorine and um lead, mercury, herbicides, pesticides, is that any different than a claim that many of us would make with the right equipment? It's yes. not. It is different? No, it's the same. It's the same, right? Okay. Um, so we've got uh, high-performance filter system, carbon and KDF fil filtration media, so if we put the KDF in there. Now, this is interesting on the bullet point here. It says this system will not reduce total dissolved solids. I actually really like that. I understand why they're doing it, okay? They're doing it because if somebody's, we think about the marketing strategy of putting on there, this system will not reduce total dissolved solids. That actually helps us when we are out there selling. If somebody happens to be comparing this side by side with the equipment that we're recommending, that actually helps us because it allows us to explain what the technology is. Now, the reason they're probably putting that on there is because um, somebody who's buying a system online or looking at it online and also might buy one of those TDS meters, but probably they've also been reading about how, you know, they, they've read it, reading the alkalinity. This is all over the internet too, you know, the high TDS, you don't want the water to be low on TDS and stuff like that. So they're, they're actually putting that in there to brag about it we can use that as an opportunity to educate the customer on what the technology is and is not. Cost efficient and long lasting, clean water for less than one cent a gallon, save twice as much compared to other brands on purified water for one million gallons or 10 years. Very vague, 
that's very vague. Um, but, you know, so for clean water for less than one cents a gallon, again, it's, it's subjective. What is the clean water? And, and if all we're doing is what they're claiming with the equipment we sell, we could do the one cent per gallon thing too. Um, if we, you know, if you could break that down anyway, there's no breakdown on that. Um, now this one, this one is is a little more interesting, right? But I think if we have an opportunity to talk to the customer, it says it says um, uh, easy maintenance, no draining or back flushing needed, right? So they they talk about that, no draining or back flushing. But is there anybody on this call who couldn't explain the benefit? of backwashing a system as opposed to something that's just capturing all of that. I actually really like that bullet point because that highlights, you know, they, they talk about that like it's a like it's a bonus. And most of us do carry NRV systems or systems that don't have a valve. So we could we could put that in there, but this is an opportunity to talk about the benefits of backwashing a system. But here's where to your point, um, Bob, it was easily replaced pre and post filters every two months for best filtration and flow rate. Okay, just every two months they're saying, what are the cost of those replacement filters? You know, that's something I was on their website looking. It's kind of hard to find that. Most of those you'll find at Home Depot, but let's, you can pretty much add that cost up and the maintenance of that pretty quickly, pretty easily. Top grade install kit and component system includes filter tank, 20, 20 inch pre filter, post filter brass fittings for one or three quarter inch pipes. Bin supports and shutoff valves. Item may ship in more than one box. May arrive separately. Okay. So, based on you know, I was looking at some of the re some of the comments on the the Facebook page um, that we had here, and Jen Jen's original post on that was I thought really really valuable, really good. Um, she asked, okay, what are people you know how are we educating our customers on these types of systems? How are we educating our customers? So that's what I wanted to kind of, um, I wanted to do a little bit of that to talk a little bit about that with you, but, but let me open it up for discussion. What are, number one, have you guys run into this? Um, and number two, what are you saying when you do? I talk about the maintenance. It's a maintenance nightmare. Yeah. I just say you're yeah, married I think twelve filter changes. You got to change twelve filters a year. That's man. That's, no, a, that's there. You go. Now we're talking wording, right? They use their million dollar, their million gallon. Twelve. That's a great way of putting it, Bob. That's true. Twelve filters a year. Okay, and even if those filters are what are, they're probably going to be, let's say even they're ten bucks a piece. Okay, there's one hundred and twenty dollars. And plus having to remember to go down and do it. And you got to remember to do it. And, you know, you're married to that for a million gallons. You know? Yeah. That's a really great point. That's a, that's a really great point. Listen, there's a couple things I want to point out before we continue to talk about this. Number one, we're not going here, – here's the thing. And maybe you guys disagree or disagree with me. Maybe you agree or disagree with me on this. But I, I'm going to say this. Um, first off – I would rather have somebody have this in their home all day long, one of these units, one of these systems. I'd rather have it in their home all day long than nothing at all, okay? Um, this will filter the water and do the job. That's, that was my point in going through those bullet points. Is this, is not, this is not a horrible system, but it's not a horrible system in the same way that 
um, that uh, you know a motorcycle is not a horrible vehicle, right? You, a motorcycle is a vehicle. A bicycle is a vehicle. It will get you from point A to point B. It's just not going to do everything that a car would be. You know, you're not going to tow with it. You're not going to not going to tow a camper. You're not. It's not going to keep you dry when you're traveling. You know, so it's we have to understand first what this is, but also what it's not. Now, it's true that we're dealing with salespeople out there, or companies, or websites that that are written with a marketing strategy in mind, and customers are not always going to um, to recognize that. Um, but we have to start with being aware of what the system is and isn't, and, and we we're not going to win customers or sales by bashing anybody, any competitor, you know, good or bad. We're, we're, it's just um, we have to, but we have to be knowledgeable about what it is and what it what it doesn't do. I love the way you worded that, Bob. The twelve filters a year. That's that's awesome. One of the things that I notice. Um, so, so one of the MV pros and I ran into, like I started to say earlier, uh, we had, an, a, had a meeting and there was a plumber that was out selling this. So these people had called it. They called a local distributor. They didn't order it online. They called a local installer. This guy came out. Um, it was interesting, actually. He showed up at the home at the exact same time we did. So he was knocking on the door first, and we knocked we knocked on the door, and this was a whole another topic we were going to talk about another time. But we knocked on the door, and the the that guy was there. The homeowner was kind of embarrassed; he didn't realize that they were. Oh, he said he said that guy came early. He came quite a bit earlier um, than he was supposed to. Uh, that's that's a whole other topic, uh, like I said. But but we waited in the car for about ten minutes for that guy to leave. And we went in. We ended up getting sale. Uh, in fact, it's being installed tomorrow um, over this. Uh, and it was significantly more expensive. Uh, this guy had a system that he was quoting for almost three thousand dollars. It was it was this particular one that that I was describing here. Um, he had a beautiful folder, lots of really nice literature. Broke the stuff down. And the one thing that he had on it was a 50% off. And that's that's what's shown on the website right now, too. I'm looking at the website, and it's showing a 50% off sale price. They're saying that it's it's a 50% off sale. And that's my first thought is, really, they got that kind of margin, right? What's it tell you if they can, you know, if they normally sell this thing at $3,000 and they're, they're giving you a 50% off on it? I, I, that, to me already is is a different type of a product you know and most customers will know that um but uh the system by the way that that um we ended up selling to this customer was uh um a little over three thousand dollars so uh it was not a price issue for them it, it was uh, it was the fact that we went in and we educated them and, and knew a lot more about what was going on we actually tested the water um, Lily, are you on the call? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you, you want to? You were you were there on that. What do you want to add anything to that? I mean, you, you coming in kind of as a what did you saw? Because what did you think that customer saw? You know, when compared that, remember the one that we had? Oh no, he was very happy that like we actually knew what we were talking about. We didn't just give him a folder and um, you know walked right out. He was very um, pleased that the knowledge that you know that we carry yeah yeah it was and so education matters right 
Look, here's the bottom line. We've only got a couple minutes left on this, and, and of course, it goes. Um, these these calls always go really fast. But here, let me summarize this a little bit. Okay, there there are going to be people who buy stuff online. Okay, it is an important part of the water treatment industry. We we're um, it's going to be there. Our we're not going to win every single sale because some people are going to buy buy stuff themselves. Okay, I think educating yourself and don't just look at the system and say it's junk that was something i noticed on the water treatment pros everybody says oh I pulled another one of these pieces of junk out and they've got pictures of this stuff all over the place keep in mind that this 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 particular one and many others like it are owned by um, i can tell you that the product that i'm looking at on online right now this the picture of it that this this company the manufacturer here is owned by the parent company that owns one of the most well-respected, reputable, um, high-quality dealer-driven brands that in in our industry. Okay, um, it's the same company. The same company that has that owns this particular product here. That's putting that out owns one of the most respected uh, players in in our industry. The um, one of the best softeners, best valves out there. Okay, um, best dealer support, everything. So it's the same parent company, which means that if we're going out there and we're bashing all that, what, what it tells me is that this company has a, we don't want to make an enemy of them, number one, just on a practical side. We don't want to make an enemy of them, okay? We also need to respect their role and their place. Every time somebody, this is what I'm seeing, what we saw, Lily, when you and I went in there, we saw that this product, customers are usually smart enough to recognize the marketing of this stuff. They see it. And we can help them along by, by being educated about the product, being aware of it, being familiar with it, not bashing it, but talking about what ours does. In, in, and that's, this doesn't even address the service and the professionalism and the installs and so on and so forth that we do. Um, but there is an important place for these products in our industry. And maybe that place is introducing people to the concept of filtration. Okay, it's making them curious enough that they call a company like ours to go out there, and we we need to be the company that that these customers call when they decide to step up their game. Any final final thoughts or comments on this? And the time ran out here. There was more to say, but I, that's I hope that you guys pulled some value out of that and out of this conversation. Um, but any final thoughts or comments, Jen? This was your post on online. Anything you want to add? Sorry, I was muted. No, nope, no, great job. I great job. Okay. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, time is up. Thank you so much. As always, it's always my honor. Um, and uh, I will talk to you next week, if not before. So be safe, everybody. Thanks.